Hello there, my name is Aaron Dawkins. I run a barbershop, have done for over 15 years now. And this podcast and YouTube channel uh, and video and interview is being put purely here to help other barbers um, benefit their business and, and find steps that they can do. So I've tracked down Ollie Thorpe um, through YouTube, watching him on his YouTube channel and thought it would be great to have half an hour of his time to, um, to, to, to get his opinion on how we can grow our marketing and social media marketing. Um, so I'll let Ollie introduce himself briefly and then I'll ask him some questions. Amazing. Yeah, thank you, Aaron, so much for having me on. Um, looking forward to the episodes and the experiences you'll get to diagnose when you get different barbers on. Yeah, obviously, like I said, thanks again for having me on. My name is Ollie. I'm a 25-year-old YouTuber from London. I'm a marketing agency owner also, and I've very recently just got into the property side of things. So, uh, yeah, that's sort of where I'm at, and hopefully I can deliver some value to your audience. Wow, yeah, I'm sure you will be able to. Um, what I'll do, if because obviously you said you've got the social media marketing and, and a bit of property, perhaps I'll ask you briefly about that at the end, um, but we'll, we'll dive right in um, with some marketing questions for for barbers um uh, i'm not sure if, you, if you've ever worked with any barbers before or given any advice obviously we, we we're standing behind the chair most of the day and um but social media marketing marketing in general not just social media i think is so key for for people now um because people rather than search google or pick up the phone they just search for a shop on on facebook these days before anything um do you have any advice as to what would be the easiest way for people to start yeah sure i mean yeah i mean i've personally worked with a few barber shops when it comes to like promotional videos um we actually managed a barber shop where i'm from instagram for a while and um if i can give any advice to someone that hasn't sort of got any social media presence at the moment when it comes to their barber shop is we're going to the Gary V documenting versus creating methods when it comes to just just getting your bio. even if even if you have you know no resources like you don't need to have a big DSLR camera you don't need to have a drone or any of these things that a lot of people would think need to go into social media even if you just have your phone and yeah I mean for a barber shop the main thing is just documenting because when you think of having your haircut, you just think of the social proof side of things, right? So let, let's imagine you've got two barbershops on the same high street and one of them's got a Facebook account and it's got no pictures on it. It's just got their logo, it's got their name, probably got some likes of the people that obviously have built relationships with yourself, for example. Um, naturally, they're going to like their page, right? But you have one page and it's got no content on it versus a page that is posting every single day. They're posting pictures of every haircut they, they've done. So to cut a long story short, it's just like document, right? Everyone that gets in your chair, ask them a simple question. Do you mind if we take a picture of your haircut when you're finished uh, to put onto our Facebook? And that's going to do two things as well. One thing it's going to do is it's going to build the relationship with a person sitting in the chair because they're going to be like, oh my God, they want to take a picture of me, put on their social media. Like people thrive off that, whether we like it or not, like your customers 
are your your bread and butter right so if you can make that customer feel special of course you're going to get some people that say no no, i don't want my pictures on social media but nine times out of ten you're going to get people that are like oh my god yeah i'd absolutely love that and you're building that social proof so people click onto your page and they see 300 pictures of haircuts they're going to know oh like these are actually doing what they're saying they're you know they're cutting people's hair every day i know that because They've posted three pictures of haircuts they've done. But also what that's going to do is it's going to organically build that network because if I come to your hairdressers, not that I really need any haircuts these days, but um, if I come to your hair, hairdressers or barbers, sorry, and you cut my hair, you say, yeah, I'm going to take a picture of you. Uh, we're going to put it onto our Instagram, Facebook, and just say, oh, we, we cut Ollie's hair today. Da, da, da. Like I'm naturally probably then going to share that with my audience and yeah although my audience may be a little bit more impactful for whatever reason if you've got if you've got a barber shop that's in the high street and you've got you know your average joe that on his facebook he's just got like his friends and family that's still going to make a massive impact because it's all about it's all about that like know and trust when it comes to any type of marketing right and what you're doing by utilizing someone else's audience is obviously he, he may only have 500 friends on his facebook but all of those friends are people that he's literally known for years and years and years so if you put a picture up of him getting his haircut they're naturally going to go oh okay ollie gets his haircut there subconsciously in the in the back of their mind next time they need a haircut they're gonna they're gonna be thinking of oh i remember ollie had his haircut in this barber's and obviously that's just a rinse and repeat. And you think that's such a simple, simple strategy. That's not going out and creating these, you know, um, HD promo videos. That's literally just asking that subtle question of, can I take a picture of, of your haircut when you're finished? Upload it straight to Instagram. So that's where I would say start. Um, just literally taking pictures of your results because you're building that social proof and that library of previous results. Um, so that's where I would say would start. Of course, you know, more in depth, do stuff like you're now venturing out into interviewing. Like I always say to, to anyone, whether it's within barbers or, you know, any niche is if you can interview your customers, it's just going to explode your business because they, you know, they're going to speak so highly of you and it shows the relationship you have with them. But uh, yeah, start just literally asking can i take a picture of you once you finish um cutting your hair and then there's obviously a lot of things that you can stack on top of that as well yeah no you're right i mean as you're saying it i'm thinking you know you could also ask them to again share it so if once you see us posting your your photo can you share it for us the, you know the thing as well with that is like naturally they will like it's it's yeah. subconsciously, subconsciously they will naturally share it because it's a picture of them so yeah. they'll, they'll be to, to share it and of course you ask them and that's how you get that snowball effect of then their friend sees that comes down has their hair cut takes a picture of it and all of a sudden you spread to that person's network of however and, many people and, and you've created this flurry of activity just by asking one person it's um it's a great suggestion um and that's, that's no like that's that's no heavy labor as well it's not like oh we've got to plan this this video we've got to make sure this is in place this is in place we've got to edit this big video like it's literally just take a picture on your iphone upload it to instagram 
don't be upset when it gets too light on the first day because you're going to be building that over a year period. Like you've got 365 pictures of people getting their hair cut. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, like it's a process that you can build up um, because you're so experienced in marketing and social media marketing. Do, do you think there's a limit on how much we should be posting? Is every day too much, or do you think that is what the the algorithms want? They want to see it like every day. I, I personally would always say if you can post every day, definitely do it. If do. not if not twice a day, because yes, you're always going to get people that, that are like, oh, like, you know, they're posting too much or whatever. But at the end of the day, those people clearly aren't your audience. And yeah, like even just using that strategy of just taking a picture of everyone you cut, say for example, you have 20 customers a day and you take 20 pictures of every single person, you've got content for weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks. So there's no no real reason that you couldn't post twice a day if yes. you're using that strategy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could you could sort of hit it quite hard for three days, you know, and get like 30, 40 photos, say. And and then and then you wouldn't have to ask every customer to do it because you, you'd have 30 and then you can do, you've got 30 days worth. You've got a month worth of posting, haven't you? Um, so it's exactly great, great suggestion. Um, would you, do you think barbers should consider spending money on adverts, um, on, on Facebook and Instagram? I've, I've come across, I mean, I do quite a lot on, on Facebook and I, I think sometimes the Facebook algorithm kind of, um, what's the word it, it it punishes you for not for not paying they, they they want you to spend money on ads it's it's like if you don't spend money on ads because you can see the reach that you get if you've got the facebook ads manager and then it's like oh you you pay for it and it reaches like 300 people and then you you don't and it reaches like 14 or something um but do, do you think it's something that the barbers can benefit from um because a lot of people are going to find it hard to, to pay because you don't get an immediate you know um income back from it but do you do you think there's a strategy that, that barbers could benefit from by actually spending some money definitely, definitely. that is what we do as a business is we run facebook and instagram ads for local businesses so you know obviously i've seen a lot of great things happen when it comes to running paid ads for local clients um simply because of what you can achieve from it right so if you're if you're within a certain location you can literally run a facebook ad to the the radius of where your barbers is located so of course like with any social platform now it's sort of like that pay to play so yeah by by putting money into these platforms like they need to get paid as much as we need to get paid right so but also with with that being said they want you to continue paying right so they're not gonna they're not gonna suck 100 pound out of you and then you know, get no results that you're then like, okay, I'm never paying a hundred pound on Facebook again. They want you to spend that hundred pound and realize that you've made 300 pounds. So next month you're going to pay 200 pounds. So honestly, if you, if you haven't done Facebook ads before, I would say definitely try. You don't have to go in and spend 50 pound a day on Facebook because it will 
take your money. Like that's that's what people don't understand is some people will go in and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to put fifty pound into this ad. Um, I'm going to run it for a week. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to test anything. I'm just going to throw it out there and see if see if it works, sort of thing. And then they'll get disheartened because they like you said they don't see a direct return on their investment. And then they'll be like, okay, Facebook ads doesn't work. You know, it's not going to work for me. And then they'll give up. Whereas it's like anything, but Facebook is, Facebook is just a tool. Okay? Facebook is just a tool to allow you to get in front of more people because you still need to think about your core offer. Okay, So it doesn't matter how good Facebook gets the, you know, gets your post to people. It's all going to, it's all going to rely on the fundamentals. Like you can't just put a post out there saying, you know, this is Aaron's barbershop, come down and get your hair cut because they'll be like, okay, who is this guy? You know, what's this barbershop? You need to have the offer at the forefront of everything. So, okay, um, on Tuesdays, you get £5 off of your haircut. That's a little bit more incentive-driven and then it's something that you can actually test. So, um, yeah, I'd definitely say any local lead generation uh, sorry any uh, any local business should be using facebook as a lead generation tool because it's honestly so powerful and you can spend as little as a pound a day and be getting returns on it but yeah ultimately it comes down to the offer don't just put an advert out for the sake of it have a strategy you know start low start at two pound fifty a day and then when you start seeing you know, three people turn up the next day to see the Facebook ad and are coming in to redeem the offer that you presented with them. Okay, so we spent we spent two pound fifty on Facebook yesterday. We've had three customers come in this paid ten pound a haircut. That's a X amount return on the investment. And obviously, as a business owner myself, you need to then look at that not as okay, we've made however much today from the ad. You need to look at that as okay let's put that money back into facebook and let's see how much we can scale it and then obviously looking at different offers that you can bring in as well yeah yeah so so say you've spent two pound fifty and then you've got three customers in say thirty pounds they've spent and then would you say take that whole thirty pounds and then put that back into facebook ads because if well, you, you could do couldn't you or, or you could then put your your two pound fifty or a portion of it back in and try and increase it but i suppose like you, you say it's a good suggestion to always have something that you can measure it by and then you 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 know it gives you a nice bit of confidence that the money's been spent well whereas like you say if you just put it out oh we're down here uh, on this street you, you need that customer to mention to you what they saw really don't you and then even that is is enough which is a, a great suggestion so w would you say maybe two pound fifty would be enough to spend um to, to make um to 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 benefit from do you think that's enough of a start because that could be affordable to people you know that's the type of amount that people may feel comfortable to get started with definitely definitely i mean honestly £2.50 is low like don't get me wrong £2.50 is a low amount to be spending on facebook because what you need to think with facebook ads as well it's a it's a bidding platform so if you're spending £2.50 a day there's probably someone around the corner that's spending £20 a day and like anything, they're going to prioritize that over. But you, but what I'm saying is you can start at that very, very low point. Yeah. Get the, get the sort of proof of concept, see that it can drive results. 
and then start start increasing it. So any any client we work with as a business, I, I always say you want to be spending a minimum of five pounds a day to start. Now the reason I would say that is so that we can from the get-go be testing two different ads. Okay. So then you can test two different ads at two pound fifty a day uh, for a week. For the so let's let's just say like a little strategy. If you was to do Facebook ads for your own business, right? Yeah, two pound fifty a day on two different ads. So you're spending five pounds a day, and then you just want to do two different creatives. And it's what I mean about like testing different things instead of just throwing stuff out there and hoping that it works. You can always get your cost per lead down. Okay, so even if even if you're getting a cost per lead of ten p, you can always get it down to five p. Even though getting a getting a lead through the door for ten p, and then spending twelve pound on a haircut is obviously insane profit. You can always do better, in my experience. Um, so start off five pounds a day. That allows you to then put two different ads at at two pound fifty a day. And it allows you to put one ad out that says, you know, um, click this link or however you're going to word it. And on Tuesdays, you're going to get five pounds off of your haircut. But then alongside that ad, you can also reword it. Okay. So it's not the exact same ad. You're writing your copy a little bit different. So instead of, instead of you just going straight away with, this is the discount, it could be, you know, it could be a video of yourself uh, explaining where the barbershop is and some of the people that you cut hair for in the past or something along those lines, and then you're incentivizing the offer. But at least yeah. then in a week's time, in a week's time, you've only spent, you know, what, 50 quid or something like that. But then you have this data for you to work with that you can see, oh, okay, video A only, only got us two people through the door, but video B got us 10 people through the door. Well, obviously we're going to say, okay, so what was the difference in the two videos that this one got so much more results than this one? And then next week you can say, okay, we're going to turn this ad off because that obviously isn't doing as well as this one. And then we're going to duplicate this ad that's doing really well. And then we're going to further test it. We're going to see, okay, if we then change you know, the call to action in this ad, is that going to then increase the results? And obviously Facebook ads is just constant testing. Like you, you'll never be done. Um, there's always room for improvement. Yeah, um, this, this sounds great. And like you say, that, that way, if you've got the two running, you can be constantly experimenting because you're not changing the one that works. You can leave that running and then you can just um, experiment off of that. If it works better, you can then, you know, move off and experiment that. I think that's a good suggestion to have um, two, two that you can ex experiment each um, and then decide which one, which one works. It's what, just a, a little, a little tip as well to add into there is, um, you know, obviously that's, that's what we do as a service. But one thing I'd say is obviously if, if you're running your own barbershop or any local business, really, if you're a builder, you're, you know, anything along those lines and you're relying on lead generation. So you're not physically selling products online because with that, the scalability is insane because you can run ads, uh, you know, worldwide. Whereas someone like yourself, you're not going to want to run ads to people in Birmingham because, 
they're never going to come to your barbershop, right? So you can get very, very specific in the area that you're running the ads to. But then also what you can do on the back of that is you can go on to something called the Facebook ad library. Um, and it is common knowledge that you can go onto Google, literally type in Facebook ad library, and you can spy on other people's ads. And it is something that I literally do for clients. It's, it's sort of that, that, that method of not reinventing the wheel because I can go on and type in, you know, barbershops on the Facebook ad library. And all of a sudden I'm going to see, you know, 30 different barbershops from all across the UK or wherever you're running the ads. And you can see all of these different ads and what they're running. And from that, obviously you can then get inspiration and motivation on what's working. And obviously if you see that you know, Barbershop X has been running the same ad since February last year, you'd, you'd hope that they're making a return on their investment from that because they've kept the ad on for so long. So then you can go, okay, I like this from this ad. I like this from this ad. I like this from this ad. And then stitch your own sort of ad together and then test it. But then you also know that it's obviously got to be working and then you're not sort of just shooting, you know, an idea out in the dark. So that's wow. What a fantastic tip. Is that Facebook ad library? Yeah. Did you say, wow, what, what a fantastic tip that I'm sure a lot of people can benefit from. So to get some inspiration and some ideas can just help you just propel your ideas into, into what you really want. Um, great, great idea. Um, so talking about like an overall marketing and social media strategy, um, as in just posting things, posting tutorials, posting, you know, anything like that, any good information, is there a way that anyone can add a, a monetized system to their business? I know YouTube, if you build up a big enough channel, you can get paid from, from advertising. Is that the only way or is there any other little way, even if it's small, um, the way that people could think of adding a little arm to their business? Sure. sure. Um, you know, as, as a, as an online business owner, I'm, I always preach multiple streams of income. So, you know, that's always something you can do no matter what industry you're working within. So as a barbershop, I think there's plenty of different ways that you could do it. Um, it, one it, being, I was just going to say, one is, being like products. So if you have like, you know, hair gels, those type of thing, grooming kits, you'll get a lot of people who come in, obviously, you know, everyone that's walking through the door is looking to take care of themselves. So, you know, hair gels, moisturizers, those type of um, grooming products, if you like, there's yeah. always an opportunity for you as a barber shop to go ahead and create an online store because yeah. that can then become worldwide. You know, you've obviously got the suppliers already, you've got the products there and you, just by creating that store, you've then got that presence that people can then buy from you 24 seven, seven days a week, whether they're coming into the barbershop or not. So honestly, that's what I would suggest straight off the back is create your own online e-commerce store because for however much it costs to set up and maintain a e-commerce store, probably like what, 30 pound a month. If you were to sell one product per month, it's going to pay for itself. And it's just that extra little incentive. And um, the other thing would be 
affiliate marketing. Um, affiliate marketing is something that I do and it's pretty much like passive income if you like now. So just from, just from the other avenues of putting out content, I'm promoting products that I use on a day-to-day -day. and people do this full-time affiliate marketing. Um, I, I don't, I just recommend products that I genuinely use because um, that's me as a person, that's what I'm sort of about. Like I, don't, I wouldn't want to recommend something that I've never personally used to someone because that's just not me. Uh, you know, I'd prefer to build my brand up on, you know, products and services that I actually use on a day-to-day. -day. And when I make, tutorial content on how to use lead pages for example lead pages is a company that i work with they are a landing page and website builder and all of my podcasts i basically partner up with lead pages and you know just simply say if you guys lead if you guys use the link in the description to sign up with lead pages you get a free 14 day trial. And if you then do sign up with them, I'll get a small commission for it. Um, and the best thing about uh, softwares like that are you can get a lot that are recurring commissions. So lead pages, for example, you'll pay uh, £26 a month, I think I pay for lead pages. So someone signs up for my link, through my link for lead pages, I'll get a small commission. I think when someone signs up, I get about five pounds something per month for everyone that signs up for that link. And obviously if they continue using lead pages, which hopefully they would, because I'm, you know, I'm creating content and showing people how to use that platform. So they've got a reason to continue using it. I'll continue getting that small commission for them paying that monthly balance. Um, and that, that's just something that relates to me because obviously I'm an online marketer. I'm building websites, funnels, and those type of things every day. And my audience is around that sort of niche. But there's probably a lot of things that you could get into when it comes to affiliate marketing for same again. If you didn't want to create your own store and have like the hair gels, moisturizers, and stuff like that, I can tell you for a fact there'll be tons of um there'll be tons of uh, stores that you could become an affiliate for and then promoting their products in the background so let, let's say you're going to start this podcast right um another one is amazon as well so amazon associates or amazon affiliates there'll be you know everyone knows there's probably every product ever on amazon right now so if you was to partner up with on the top of my head i'm not going to know any of the brands but if you was to partner up with um or something like that like the hair shampoo things and yeah and you just say look in today's episode we're teaming up with braun if you want to purchase any of the products you can use one of the links in the description below and then you can link out all of the products and if someone clicks on the link and buys one of those products through amazon you'll get a small small commission for it as well okay great so so if someone built up a quite a nice following on there could that be done on facebook and instagram or is that only on youtube that you'd really have to do that it can be done on either obviously you just need somewhere like Instagram, you can't necessarily send people to the links. Yeah, like you could, you you would be able to do it, but you'd have to create like some sort of landing page or website where you can where you can um, send people to. 
So, so the, 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 the easiest with one YouTube, is YouTube. Yeah, the, the thing is with YouTube is, for me, YouTube is always going to be like the holy grail of platforms, even though I'm on all of these other platforms. But, you know, the way that me and you met, for example, right? Legit, how did we, how did you and me meet? I, I think I just, uh, I, well, I, I found you on YouTube and then I then yeah. I messaged you. Yeah, so, and you you booked in a call with me through the link on my YouTube video, right? Yeah. And I, I didn't need to be there for that to happen. And that is the power of YouTube, is something that you can create a video once and you can have a link that has, you know, book a call in with me or buy my product or, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. And that can sit there 24 seven, seven days a week and be working for you. So I'd always say YouTube because it's also search. It's a search engine, right? People, people forget that YouTube is the second largest search engine when it comes to the online space. So you got Google and then you got YouTube. So Aaron's obviously Aaron had a problem that he's typed into YouTube or Google and my videos come up, I've answered his problem and I've told him at the end of the video that this is something we offer as a service. If you're interested, click the first link in the description below. Now that video has got 40,000 views, I think now, and it's generated me a lot of clients simply because of the value that I've given the people up front and then just simply said, if you're interested, you want to move forward with us, you want to work with us, click the link below. If they don't, then they don't, they like the video and they can go on with their day. But in the same sense, there's, you know, there's a link to booking a call with me, but there's also links to lead pages. There's also links to all of the products that I use from Amazon. So there's other ways that, you know, you can generate income from that video. And the power of YouTube is, you know, it's evergreen. So someone could, someone could do that two years from now and it's going to be no work from me needed like in between that time. Um, yeah. and obviously with Instagram, like it's very much you post that day and then someone's not really going to go onto your Instagram and like scroll all the way down to, you know, the first ever post that I was talking about Zoom podcast, for example. And same again, there's no direct link for them to click on and go through like the funnel if you like yeah but but youtube if if, if you've got a video advertising a, a brawn shaver as you said they, they can type in old brawn shaver and there's a good chance that it will actually come up whereas you you can't do that on instagram can you um so for, for, for something i'd say as well like just to just before you you go on to the next thing is you was talking about content ideas and stuff like that like i don't know anyone that's in a barber shop that's like reviewing the uh, the shavers that they're using, for example, and why this shaver is better than than that shaver. And they, they, these are the type of people that rely on like user generated content as well. So if you can start creating content as a barber for these these brands, like you're going to create such amazing relationships with those companies that you'll probably end up you know, getting stuff sent to you just because of that content you've made. Yeah. Um, so to, to do affiliate marketing, would, would you say that, say, if you just built up a YouTube channel, would would they kind of 
contact you or would it would, could you send an email to Braun and say, oh, I've got X amount of followers. I want to do a video. I like your product. Is, is there any chance? We, would it be worth asking or is it worth just building up your presence and then perhaps these companies might, you know, sort, you know, try to find you? you? Yeah, I, I think there's, there's two different two different ways, really. Like, so affiliate marketing is usually when someone will already have like an affiliate center. So for Amazon, for example, I could go on to Amazon and I could find this mic, for example. I bought this Amazon, I bought this mic off Amazon. I could go on to Amazon and just sign up to their affiliate center. And right. what that's going to allow me to do is it's going to allow me to find this product, literally copy the link. And because I'm signed into my affiliate account, it's gonna it's gonna do a separate link that I can then put into the video and say, for example, we're doing this video subconsciously. I can say, oh, pick up this mic off Amazon if you want to check it out. Click the link below. That's something you can do on your own on your so, own. So you can go to this affiliate website and then it will create a, a unique link to you. And then all you do is put that in your content. And if anyone uses it you've got it, you know, it will give you the commission to your account. So you don't even have to contact anyone. Right. Well, yeah, these, are, yeah. these are great little nuggets for people that people can start looking at and exploring. Um, I don't know if you've got. That, that's true, like passive income as well, because if you're, and obviously it depends on the product, but my Amazon associates account, like it doesn't generate a lot of income, but you think that's completely passive income that's something that i'm literally just putting the links of stuff that i'm already using and the good thing about amazon associates as well just so you know is if you clicked on my link on one of my videos for this mic and then you clicked onto it and you're like oh no you know what i don't actually need a microphone at this at the minute um but then tomorrow your other half says come on aaron like you, we was going to get that plasma TV like last month. Like we haven't, we haven't got it. Like what's going on? And then you go, okay, cool. I'm going to go order, order the plasma TV because you clicked on my link within 48 hours. I think it's 48 hours. It might be 24 hours, but if you click on my link, don't buy anything, but then within that certain time frame, go ahead and buy something else you would still get the commission for it. So there's been plenty of times where I've checked my, I've my account and it's like you've got a big commission for something that I've never promoted, but that's only because it will remember that you sent them to Amazon within that time frame. And even though like you haven't directly promoted it, they're still going to see that as you sent them to Amazon. Um, so yeah, it's also something to note. Wow. Well, if, if exactly, if Amazon sell brawn shavers and people go there and even just look at the link, like you say, and even if they buy something else, which everyone does on Amazon, you could still benefit from, from sending them through that link. Great, great advice. Really appreciate that. Um, I've literally got my last question, uh, last quick question, and then we'll just ask you about yourself and, and, um, and, 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 and that's all we've, we've got for today. I think, um, like for example my booking system um we don't have a blog and a subscription like but it would be nice to be able to capture people's emails from social media so if someone just quickly watches your um 
you know your video and they like it and is there any way that we can get someone to sign up when you don't have that feature on your website yeah so i mean i'd always suggest you know creating an email list from the get-go i use something called mailchimp uh, you can create a free account on mailchimp um, i think you can get up to a thousand users, I think, on your email list um, with a completely free account. I mean, it goes back to me talking about the Facebook ads and, you know, have your offer at the forefront of everything. Don't just run an ad. It's the same with generating emails and creating an email list is they need an incentive to sign up to your emails. Like what are they benefiting from signing up to your email list? Um, if, if, if you've got MailChimp, then if you set up a, an account with MailChimp, do you just have to enter that um, email yourself or, or can they sort of sign up through MailChimp? Yeah, so they can sign up through MailChimp. So even, even, um, you know, even this, for example, when you, so when you clicked on to my link in my YouTube video and you booked in a call with me, because you've booked in a call with me, my automation system is going to, see that your email address booked in a call with me and it's automatically going to push you into my email list because okay. you accepted to do that yeah put you into my email list so same with yourself um you know it 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 would obviously be personal what you want to use as like an incentive to get people to sign up to your email list. Well, Maybe well like giveaways you, or anything like that. It, it could be simple. It could be sign up here and then every month we, we, we aim to give away a certain offer. And if you want to hear from them, sign up. And then every month, it could be only a small offer, but um, or, or for tutorials or for anything you want to provide to them. But so that can get them to sign up. So you think Mailchimp is a good way, and obviously people can go and explore for themselves onto Mailchimp. So set up a an account on Mailchimp, and then perhaps if you're running an advert, you could have the link to to Mail sign up here, and then it would take them to sign up, and then obviously you can run that from from the other end. Yeah, like obviously, we, you know, we spoke briefly on like organic marketing versus paid marketing. Um, organically, your email list is something you could promote on a day to day with your Facebook page, for example, because you can write, you know, little posts on Facebook saying, you know, what lovely weather we're having today. I doubt it if we're if you're in England, but um, you know, what lovely weather we're having today. Want want to be want to be in, in for a chance of winning a free haircut? We give away a free haircut at the end of every month. Click the link below to sign up to our newsletter, and that you could literally do organically every single day because it's costing you nothing. It doesn't cost you anything. It might cost you twenty minutes of your time to sit down once a month and schedule these posts out, but on the back of that, you could get. 30 people sign up to your email list per month, which is obviously then going to be generating you, you know, however much in the long run. Uh, that's, that's a great suggestion. Yeah. And an, an email list as well. What you got to think, Aaron, is, you know, upward, my Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube gets, you know, doesn't get shut down tomorrow. But if it does, I've lost all of those connections that I've sort of built and spent a lot of time 
you know generating so that's why an, e an email list is the only thing that us as business owners really own which is kind of a scary thought really because um i've had like i've had clients that have done whatever to their their facebook accounts and have got completely locked out of their facebook accounts to a point that i genuinely can't help them um it's only ever happened once and it and wasn't quite yeah it wasn't wow. easy and the, the client come to me because they thought i would be able to help them get back into their facebook account and god knows what uh, she had done um but we literally couldn't get into her facebook account and she's like oh my god like um i've got all of these customers that come to me every month and they message me through my facebook account I'm like what am i going to do what am i going to do and it was heartbreaking because it's all it's sort of that thing of having all, all of your eggs in one basket that you, yeah. like i wish i would have been able to say to her like oh you should have got their emails um separately separately yes yeah, and so, then and then you've still got it an email list is, is very very underrated i think in in this day and age um because you know if someone signed up to your email list you you pretty much know that they're gonna they're either a customer or a potential customer because they're interested in you know what you have to say and it's also something like you said you can provide value to them on a day-to-day -day, um and you know they might not book in a booking an appointment with you this week but in the back of their mind they're going to be thinking okay yeah, I remember that email I got from Aaron last week saying why you need to have your hair cut before you go on a night out or something like that. All of these little things. And also you can automate it. Like, And obviously as business owners, we're busy, right? We're busy. We, um, that's why I said about starting with literally just your phone, taking pictures of people as you're finishing their haircut because it's, it's very low maintenance. There's not a lot of work that needs putting into it. Um, same with... Oh, sorry, my Slack. Um, same with um, same with uh, generating like an email list is like you could sit down once a month and create those four weekly newsletters that are going to go out and literally schedule them to hit your email list every you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whenever you anticipate. And, and you can send them out through through the Mailchimp. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, I mean, that's that's a great idea, great suggestion um, for everyone um, who's listening. And I think a lot of people are going to benefit from all that information. I know I certainly have. You've told me things that I didn't know. So uh, I greatly appreciate your time. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, if you just want to quickly sort of tell people what you do and, and how people can find you if, if they'd like to learn more from you. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, my main hub is YouTube. Um, I predominantly create content around uh, personal finance, online business systems, and content creation. So you can find me on YouTube or Instagram at Holly Falk. That's O W L E Y P H O R P E Falk like the park in the UK. And, um, Hopefully, um, hopefully that asked, answered some questions that you obviously had. And um, yeah, man, I'm excited yeah. to see you with the podcast. Yeah, excellent. I'm sure loads of people have got value and they know where to find you if they want to ask more. So um, yeah, I think I think we'll um, you know make a lot of people happy with that information. It's nice for people to know that they can just ask a simple question and uh, and help their businesses. So uh, thank you very much for your time today, Ollie.
No worries. Thank you again for having me. Our pleasure.